0: This week on the Games and Junk Game Club podcast, we save the planet through terrorism. Jump Game Club Podcast, uh, episode 4. Uh, this episode we're gonna be talking about Final Fantasy 7, um, something I thought I'd never revisit just because of how many hours I probably, uh, spent shitting on that game all over the course of this, of the many iterations of this podcast, um... Anyway, I guess I should introduce everyone. I'm Jason Ariola, usual host, and joining me again is usual co-host, Anthony Vinueva. Uh, how's it going, guys? And a uh, a friend from, from far away, but never far from our hearts, is Luke Maxwell. I, I get in there, I, I pump it up, and uh, you guys keep on beating for me. Yes. Wait, I thought we... <laughs> no, you're right, yeah, we beat for you. Okay, I'm an idiot, so... Anyway, um... It's a heart, Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a heart metaphor that, yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot, what I'm I think i explained that already so anyway um, professional writer uh, jason
1: areola since when <laughs> I don't know. is this not is this not what we're doing
0: no i don't know i don't what are we doing Oh okay uh, oh po- okay. podcast podcast that's right anyway um so we're gonna be discussing final fantasy 7 but we're only gonna be going up to the part where you leave midgar i figured if we broke down the game a little bit we'd be able to kind of maybe get through the whole thing um a little bit of a caveat. Um, I think we're all playing... Anthony and I are playing the PS4 version, and Luke, are you playing it on Steam?
1: Um, I played the PS3
0: version, PS3. which is the PS1 version. Oh, okay. i going so, uh, yeah, old school
1: with
2: it.
0: Oh, wow, yeah, you're going... No cheats? Yeah, Anthony and I are going strictly uh, with the cheat modes, where you can... Uh, it's basically god mode. Your limit break instantly refills. Your hit points and magic points instantly refill... Um, three times speed, so it's making it a little bit. Wait, more now what worse. does
1: that mean? Does that mean you just get limit breaks constantly? Yes,
0: Constant. yeah, yeah. So every wow. attack you can do, every attack. Yeah, I every, switch you, to this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite good actually. <laughs> it, it made uh, it made even the most like like plotting of parts of the game like kind of a breeze to get through. So there's almost and like the, no movement. The movement the speed
1: grind. is increased as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're literally like moving three oh, times wow. as fast. So it's it's pretty nice. And then you can actually turn oh, off shit, random encounters those, too. Uh, that'll make those stairs in the uh, Shinra building pretty good. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know, pretty good. Even even after time speed, it was still pretty bad. So anyway, um, let's uh, let's kind of break it down with what we've been or how we originally played this game. Um, Anthony, why don't you start?
2: Uh, came out what 97 I think yeah. i got it in 98 it was a uh, first game i got with the playstation got it for christmas so unwrapped that playstation got final fantasy and crash bandicoot and uh parents didn't buy me a game after that for a long time so i played final fantasy 7 probably for about a year straight just
1: wow
2: i beat it at least it might be a lie to say four but definitely like three times i got a master summon i've done everything you can do Maxed out every character so at least three
0: or four times. If there was trophies back then, you would have oh, flattened yeah. like, them at like I'm, three times. I'm
2: going for trophies now on the PS4. I guess that's probably why I upgraded. Yeah. Now that I think about it. But uh, yeah, it, it was my primary game for years. So so I don't know if I love the game because that was my only game or if I just really love the game. I don't know. But yeah, that was my life for a while. Like, I would like max out a character, get a summon, uh, master summon, and just delete the file and just start over. And my first disc, actually, uh, it eventually got scratched, where I couldn't get past the first part of the game, the uh, Boss Scorpion. Oh, yeah. The very beginning of the game. Oh, wow. Okay. So I I had nothing to do, I guess, when I was whatever age, teenager, but I got to level 20 on the original version at the Boss Scorpion. What? It probably took, like, 50 hours, because I couldn't get past that part until I finally got one. So you just sat there grinding? Yeah, just
0: grinding, because that's all... You, You didn't think to, you know, maybe... Knock on your next door neighbor's house and uh, uh, borrow something.
2: <laughs> now that I think about it, like if I was older, I'd probably go blow somebody for the money. Like thinking about <laughs> it, it's so stupid. Like you should have just took it for the team. Twenty minutes, get a new copy of the game. Instead yeah, instead of spending 50, 100 hours literally grinding. Yeah, because once you get like to level fifteen, it, you're it, not getting experience points anymore. Because because like,
0: uh. at that point, I think I mean we were we were still living next door to each other too. Oh, yeah. I think so. I could have just let you borrow like any number of things. Yeah, you so. know.
1: I should ask. is it the case that like if you get to a certain <laughs> level, it it changes the the point that it's reading on the disc, so you could get past the scorpion, or, or would it always just stop?
2: I don't remember. There, how no matter what, got past it.
0: Did it just like yeah. magically kind of work eventually? Like I think once? so. Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, maybe if you hit him, like maybe if you kill him quickly enough.
2: Yeah, maybe one. Well, it past. was one hit kill, yeah. you know. Eventually, at that point. So. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I just remember. Wow. I I did, did, yeah. 20. That's crazy. That's an interesting My you it do up any I told him
1: about it? Do you do you have any tricks or anything that you could tell people at Like, did you get a um piece of cellotape and and you know uh, no, push probably, down the button or something?
2: Or, no, just pry uh, out the have room. some sort of like
1: <laughs> So you would you would you would just be sitting there, yeah, you know, tapping circle over and over?
2: Probably had wow, music in the background intense. or something. Yeah. yeah I this remember was, I used uh, to
1: have one of those um one-handed controller dealies. It was like a kind of a oh. fishing rod type of thing. Oh, God. I remember those. That way you could, you could you know, do whatever else while you were, while you were doing these things. Um, you know, juggle one-handed. Um, oh. You could, uh, you know, know. Do, do all sorts of stuff. You could play another game on a Game Boy or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say you could grind up on Pokemon or something like that. Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just remember wasting time. Yeah. I just it's like a story sticks out. It's like I just spent so much time level 20 hmm.
0: what yeah that's that's intense i think I'm not I was... even level
2: 15 and i i got past midgar that's yeah. how crazy that was yeah yeah that's
0: that's pretty intense well, luke how about yourself what was your like kind of first experience with this one
1: uh well i remember um uh when it came out it was a new type of game for a lot of people that that i knew and for myself you know we we weren't really Use those kind of games here. If we were playing RPGs, they were the Might and Magic or Ultima, um, a persuasion more you know, it's kind. Of, yeah, yeah, um, and uh, you know, uh, we 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 had a lot of um, sports games and things. were were what we were all into at that time. You know, Amiga, sensible soccer, that kind of stuff. Um, Striker ninety seven, <laughs> Olympic soccer,
2: all the classics. Uh,
1: FIFA, all that good <laughs> stuff. Uh, uh, OM, oh, um, Slam and Jam '97. That was a great basketball game. Um, slam and Jam. Yeah, Slam and Jam. Yeah, <laughs> you should look up Slam and Jam. It's great. Um, you you picked the Chinese versus the Japanese basketball team. <laughs> what the uh, hell? None of them. None of them could reach uh, the could reach the basket. And if if you did manage to pull off a slam dunk, it sort of cheated the game, and it would just sort of you know like moving an animation cell up but would just sort of scoot the guy up to the basket. <laughs> it's so, pretty great.
2: This is slavage You had
1: 97? Yeah. And yeah. what uh, system was this uh, for? I don't know if there
2: was... It was for the PlayStation.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I, had I
2: had a, I had a horrible was, yeah, pretty... basketball game myself on PlayStation. I played it a lot but it was it was so bad.
0: I think most of them were horrible. Actually, yeah. kind of in retrospect. But anyway... I'm well, going
2: back but this was really bad.
0: Basketball's <laughs> a hard one to do, I think. Um,
1: it's a hard one to pull off. I remember Wayne Gretzky's NH... Uh, NHL PA All-Stars was, was one that we were really into as well. Um, that was a cool game. Anyway, uh, Final Fantasy VII, um My buddy Kean had got it um, on his PlayStation, and uh, he was big into the anime, and he was like, hey, man, this guy looks like Goku, um, the lead guy. If he changed his hair, he'd look like a Goku. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, but uh, on first seeing the game, I thought it was really boring looking. Like, there was nothing... You know, going on in it for me, apart from this Goku guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was that was cool. Like the aesthetics were okay, but it looked real dull. And um, uh, this this same friend, he was uh, not the like you know not a not a dumb guy, but not the smartest tool in the in the shed either. And he um, couldn't get past the scorpion he couldn't figure it out <laughs> partly i think because of the the way it's translated like it, it's it's wrong it tells you the wrong thing to do right it says like attack when his tail is up when in fact it means don't attack when his tail is up yeah or that um, it's going to attack you when remember. the tail's
0: up basically yeah. yeah
1: so it um you know that that had thrown him for a loop so he gave the game to my other friend uh jake and uh uh, jake got really into it and uh he would tell me all the time how great this game was and i was like nah man you know it's stupid it, it looks dumb you know like there's this goku guy but everything else is, is stupid about it and um i've maintained for a long time sort of knee-jerk kid kind of way that uh because i i think i'm younger than you guys by a few years so mm-hmm. 1997 i would have been about 10 years old 11 years old and um you know was was stupid and so I was maintaining that this game was sucked, you know, and I got a lot of fights on the playground about this um, because for me there was like a dividing line between uh, these kind of games, these square games, these boring ass games, and then you know your your siphon filters and your Metal Gears, and I'd have a lot of arguments with people about how Metal Gear was better, which is which is totally stupid because they're they're so different, right. you know. But, speaking um, of uh, hip, I, hip I problems uh, I
0: wonder how Gabe Logan turned out with the way he ran in that first game
1: Ooh, Ooh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well I mean yeah uh, he's God.
1: he's he's not doing so good Did they ever fix that like you know for the PSB ones and stuff did, do
0: people still run
1: I don't like know. maniacs
0: I don't know like where they like, was, kick their legs out like 30 degrees out, out of their body he, he
1: was like one of those um, he was like one of those you know those old GI Joe toys that would have the like um turny you know they'd have like the, the elastic bands it's basically that's how his body is. It's just yeah, one yeah. big elastic <laughs> pelvis, uh, just sort of swinging side side. So anyway, um, <clears throat> I would get in a lot of arguments with people about how Five Hundred Seven was de- was was not a good game. And I remember one time, uh, another guy in school, this guy Kieran, was trying to explain to me how um, the game was cool. And he was all like, "Oh man, you got to give it a chance, you know. Eventually, you get a car, you get an airship, you know, you can fly around the whole world." And I was like, "Oh whatever, you know, how big is that world? It's probably like." You know, so what? You could fly around that whole world in like five seconds. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, this is this is dumb. And as I was walking away, he drop kicked me in the back. What the hell? And, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, because of because I <clears throat> didn't like five seven. And And um, that, that you certainly was had sort some of a violent moment. friends. Yeah, that, that was that was a kind of a moment of. of I don't know if I should
2: laugh I or not. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it seems kind of crazy. That was OK.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, we laugh about it now. Um, so I, I thought, you know, if, if people are willing to, to kill or be killed for this thing, um, maybe it's it's worth my time. And it was actually uh, uh, one summer. Uh, this game had a lot of legs for a lot of people, I think, like th- you know, because people would be playing this game for for a couple of years. So it wasn't because we got it in 1998, I think, in Europe, mm-hmm. um, or maybe late 97. So it was well into 1998, maybe even 1999, that people were still playing this game. And I remember um, uh, staying with that same friend, Jake, in um, a chalet there in Wexford, which is a coastal area of Ireland, and there's not much to do during the summer. So um, we, uh, God, what do we do? We listened to to Blur albums and and played Final Fantasy VII. And I remember thinking, uh, you know, the the battle system is what got me eventually. So between Slam and Jam, we played Final Fantasy VII and stuff. And um, this battle system was really good i i really enjoyed it um you know planning out all the attacks and things so i i think that was one of the elements that i had overlooked um earlier on and so that got me into it and i borrowed the first disc i, I solved that borrowed the second disc and solved that and then i had the third disc um somehow i think i got the platinum version of it which came with the final Fantasy 8 demo at mm-hmm. the time and um uh the third disc that came with that didn't work and it the, i couldn't return it for whatever reason so i remember not <clears throat> finishing it for a very long time um, a very very long time and then the uh playstation magazine used to come with like um demo discs that would have cheat codes that you could download to your memory card
0: mm-hmm. yeah I remember and those. uh
1: one of them was a cheat code that you could download to um final fantasy 7 uh where, where it had unlocked all these like uh hacky materials. So there's one material called all materia, which is just every uh spell on a list. Whoa. And uh I remember the main character someone had called Cloud something along the lines of like butthole or R's face or something. And uh so I that that's how I finished the game was, was with that save. Um just blew through it. And uh, I remember thinking it was cool. But then um the uh, I know this has gone on rambling for a little bit, but um then I remember Final Fantasy 8 was coming out. Uh-huh. And I remember thinking, man, they really fucked this because, like, look at this thing. Like, it doesn't look go- cool at all. You know, where's Goku? Um, <laughs> and all that stuff. And uh, I remember <laughs> there was a... Um, the Final Fantasy 8 demo also came with a magazine here. And um, I remember it had a big preview, like 10 pages. And um, one of my buddies had got it. And I remember writing in Sharpie. On the preview pages, uh, you know, don't believe don't <clears throat> believe these lies. This game isn't going to be any good. Um, you know, in, in big, bold letters. And, uh, you know, I, th- I think many years on, I, I don't think that Final Fantasy is that good, but I think that if I revisited it, um, I'd probably enjoy it more than I did at the time. Um, I remember also thinking that Final Fantasy 9 was cool, but I never actually played it, so I can't comment, really. Um, and it was, you know, funny thing is, I'm not really a big RPG guy, or I wasn't at that time. Final Fantasy Seven was like the only one I was really into, and then I'd kind of have a passing interest in Star Ocean and things if, if my friends were playing them, whatever. I don't know if Shenmue counts. Um, Skies of Arcadia I kind of played, and Fantasy uh, Star Online I played a lot of as well, but I think that's a little bit of a different beast. But it was um, it was only with the Dragon Quest games on the DS that I got it back into, RPGs, and that's the only thing that's kind of like Stuck. pushed me through to play other ones. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I think that with with you know replaying Final Fantasy 7 now, um, as horrible as it is, you guys seem to have had the better experience. Given that yours is real fast and things like even when you're emulating <laughs> PS1 games on the PS3, it, it emulates the loading times and everything as well. <laughs> and, and Authentic
0: experience, Luke. It's what you're going for.
1: It's it's really a very painful thing, and there's so much of that game that feels so like slapped together you know it's so clear that square were working actually i remember reading an edge ages ago they had a um making of on final C 7 and they were saying that it was their first time using sgi workstations or using any of these sort of programs mm-hmm. um you know and so they were they were really throwing stuff against the wall and you hear all these stories about how like some of the cg was done in america and some of it was done in japan that's why the cg is so like different throughout the game yeah i was and you say you never really how,
0: get a same like visual style between all the cg yeah segments, there's no cohesive yeah, to it yeah a bunch of different teams and, basically uh, working on
1: it exactly and there's it's it, it feels so slapdash as well in a lot of respects like just in how much it utilized the the hardware um and how sloppily it did like you know i know we'll get up to it because we're leaving midgar but there's the the stuff where you're you're on the motorbike after Shinra building, and it's just like, it looks disgusting. Oh yeah, that's like awful it's looking, floaty, you know, um, Snes style polygons together. It's
0: gross. Cross yeah, together. I was going to say Star Fox actually managed to make polygons look better than uh, that that segment of Final Fantasy VII did. So yeah, so
1: um, there you go. That's Final Fantasy for me. I I lived and you know I, I I fought and died. Um, or was beaten up because of that game, and it was cool. Uh, I really liked it, I think. But I remember um, also maintaining after finishing it, and for many years later, that it's sort of nonsense as well. Like I, I defy anyone to tell me the story of Final Fantasy Seven in a linear fashion, and you know, have it, have it make sense to them or to me. I think it's impossible. Yeah, it's I like think- trying to explain Evangelion or something.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with kind of the, uh, we'll say, wonky localization job that it had. I, it's it's never really... Yeah. I Even, like, coming back to it now, um, like, I kind of have a vague, like, remembering of the story, and I'm going back to it, and I'm like, I don't remember this at all. Like, there's segments of this game, like, entirely that I don't remember, and I'm just like, eh. Yeah. But there's also some kind of interesting little things to it, but I mean, we'll kind of get into that as we go, but... Like, my kind of experience with Final Fantasy VII was like, I was super excited for this. Like, we had just kind of come off, not just, but it had been a couple of years since Final Fantasy VI came off, and VI was, like, still one of my favorite games. Um, I remember getting, or, like, going to, I think it was Software, etc., going to uh, reserve the game, and I went to go pick it up, day came out, going home, and I was, like, over the moon about how, like, cool it looked or I thought it looked at the time and the more I played it I was like oh man this mm. kind of feels like Final Fantasy 6 even with the battle system but then as I played it more like I just I got less and less attached to the characters the story just didn't make a lick of sense to me I mean I was see 97 I would have been about 15 years old when that came out So it was, Mm. I don't know, like, I I guess I understood things a little bit better than I did, you know, a few years before, like, playing Final Fantasy VI. Because if you go back to Final Fantasy VI, it's kind of a mess sometimes in the translation. It's Mm. definitely got endearing parts to it, but you kind of go back and you're like, what the hell is going on at this segment? So
1: Had had you seen uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion at this point? No, at
0: this point, no, I hadn't seen that. No, it wasn't until, oh, jeez, I'd say... Two thousand, two thousand and one, when it first started coming out on DVD out in the United States.
1: Oh yeah, okay. Because I think that the,
0: you know that definitely informs uh, Final Fantasy
1: 7. I, th- I think it's a post Evangelion world that it's released into, right?
0: Yeah, that and does make uh, sense. That actually, yeah, you can kind of see that. You can kind of see it wearing that uh...
1: Berserk as well. You
0: can see a lot of um, Berserk's influence there.
1: Oh yeah, especially that, especially
0: with the Buster uh, Sword.
1: Uh, yeah, Sephiroth and you know this kind of white haired pretty guy with a, with a short sword and then this, this other, you know, mercenary guy with a with a big sword and they're in love. And, yeah.
0: Wait, they're in love? There you go. <laughs> well,
1: isn't that the whole thing with Berserk? Like, isn't aren't Griffith and Guts in love with one another? Oh, jeez. Kind of secretly, but kind of for real
0: as maybe, well. Maybe, I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen Berserk. That's something I... That's I,
1: why Guts gets together with Casca, or why Casca gets together with guts is because she's in love with Griffith and then you know he's he's into it too I suppose because you know he doesn't want to admit
0: that he's that he's also in love with Griffith. But who wouldn't be? I mean, he's a great guy. I'm gonna have to go back and watch this thing. It sounds like <laughs> I missed a lot on that first run. I watched it in back, you know, God, probably ten years ago when that came out out here. So, um, hmm. so as kind of the game wore on for me, I I started getting less and less interested in it, and like. It just, I don't know, like, it, it just seemed to fall apart. And then that thing where, you know, Cloud ended up in a, uh, as I so famously, whatever you want to say, like, put to listeners of the podcast. Uh, Cloud was in a wheelchair coma for a good, good chunk of, like, the third disc or whatever it was. And he fell into the live stream or, like... i, I oh, yeah. Don't I, like that bit at all. I kind of just checked out, like, mentally on the game. Um, and yeah. then I got to the end of, like, oh, basically, like, the what was it like the meteor where you go to fight or the meteor crater where you go to fight Sephiroth at the end and the mm. game would not load that at all like it literally would just sit there and spin and spin and spin trying to load that section Did it would you try not
1: turning your PlayStation upside down
0: yeah I did that I smacked it I turned it on its side just about everything I could to think to get us run and it would not do it yeah. and I this that, seems to be a problem for for you guys yeah, it does, doesn't it? Well, see, Anthony's was probably overuse. Yeah, mine I, I was.
2: That was like my fourth playthrough, and when...
0: I don't, I don't know what happened with mine. Okay. I just, I, and at that point, I gave up. So that is as far as I ever made it into Final Fantasy VII. It was like right on the cusp of the ending, and I was just so pissed off about it. I, I got rid of the game. I deleted the save file. It even, it didn't even occur to me. Just like, oh, just go buy another copy, you know. But it was just like, nah, mm. screw it. So. So this is, uh, and I've kind of had this long-standing disdain for this game that I might exaggerate a little bit for humor on here. (laughs) It might not be an exaggeration. I don't know. We'll see as we go Mm. on. But, um, so going back to this, I kind of was like, well, you know, it's, actually the whole reason I kind of wanted to do it was I've been reading uh, Nadia Oxford's uh, writing on it a little bit, and it kind of actually made me want to go back and check it out, and I figured it on the PS4. This was the best way to go about it because I could plow through it and it won't be quite as tedious. And as we mentioned before, there's effectively a god mode where you're li- where you're constantly like limit break, you use a limit break, and then your limit break gauge just immediately fills back up. Um, you basically don't use any magic or or use any magic points at all because as soon as you use it, it'll fill back up, and as soon as you take a hit, your life will immediately fill back up. The only thing I I don't know is like you say, if you're under level and they like. Would effectively like one shot yeah, you? Yeah, one shot you're still dead. You're still down. Yeah. Okay, so basically it would just be like just keep a ton of phoenix downs around. You don't even need any like uh, potions or anything. Or if you get
2: kicked out of battle, like, yeah. you don't come back. Because uh, the serpent when you first when you have to get the chocobo right and cross the marsh, serpent knocked me out and you're you're just permanently knocked oh, out of okay. battle. So okay. yeah, one hit kills and
0: The things where you get knocked out yeah. there. Okay, well, that's a little further along than we've gotten so. Um, so that was my kind of thing with it. So I, I kind of wanted to go back to it, give it another shot as an adult, maybe a little bit more level-headed and a little bit more appreciative of game design. Level-headed. Yeah. Well, compared (laughs) to what I was, yeah, come on, man. I guess Yeah. Yeah. So, um... We're basically we're getting up through to the point where you get out of Midgar, and we're stopping there for this podcast. And we'll come back to it in a few weeks and get to maybe the end of the first disc or something. We'll figure out a stopping point for the next part. Um, anyway, um, there's what do you guys what did you guys think of the introduction as far as holding up goes with the PS4 port? I noticed like Anthony, I'm sure you've noticed it too. Like the backgrounds all look about the same as they did in the PS1, just a little bit more clear. But the polygons, like it's like <laughs> they like really colored those things up and pretty them up, but they don't hold up very well on a big screen in, in HD. Like it, it does look pretty
2: terrible. I'm playing on a shitty TV right now, so it's oh, okay. not too bad. Because okay. uh, my TV just broke on me. So. Oh, of course. Cool. Yeah, my two-year-old TV mm-hmm. just decided to die on me. Didn't nice. even have it for two years. What nice. what kind Going of TV back to was my it? Uh, this is an LG. I don't even know why I bought an LG. It's my fault. Life
1: is good, but not for no. you. <laughs> it was my
2: fault. But that's, that's another story. But uh, what are we talking about? I just totally oh, forgot.
0: The whole like polygons. Oh, yeah, no. It, um,
2: I don't even think it held up back then. Because all the pre-render stuff, I remember back then, just like stood out. Yeah. It was just really beautiful. It, even back then, just the character models. Ugh. Yeah. Just their arms, just one big polygon. Just yeah, chunked. and their elbows are like, just, like little it, strings, basically. like a diamond arm. It's like... Uh, it never held up even back then. Yeah, yeah. So... But, you know, like, for
0: some reason, like, when I was, like, when that first came out, it seemed a little bit more acceptable. I don't know, maybe it was because, like, not being that used to polygons, it was like, oh, this is pretty cool. You know, it's like, I mean, if you look at it now, from, like, today's perspective, like, the motion of it even seems, like, chunky, kind of. Like, but, like, when you think about the technology at the time, it did seem pretty fluid as far as movement goes. So I kind of see why they actually put those... Pivot points, I guess, in the joints and everything, because it actually did allow for a little bit more, like, range of movement for the character arms and stuff like that. But um, one thing I noticed, which kind of, like, I don't want to say horrified me a little bit, but, like, when I was running back to go get a potion from one of the guys, like, the first soldier you knock out, um, I noticed Cloud's face on that polygon you know, on this Polygon character model, and I ran up to the front of the screen to check it oh. out. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's terrifying to look at, kind of. It's like, I actually put it out on Twitter. just like, hey, ladies. It's just like
2: oh, all, you, I, uh...
0: all you, it's like all these women that, like, fell in love with Cloud. I'm like, well, this is what you love is this. Yeah. It's like, okay, good for you. So Which I
2: do think I saw that. Hmm.
0: Um, so, like, really getting into it, like, I never really thought about, like, how much just, like, avalanche is like effectively just a terrorist organization like (laughs) you always like i don't know like maybe i guess being younger you kind of don't make those connections but like you go back to it now and it's like just oh my god they're blowing shit up they hit they you know they don't care about civilian casualties they don't want them but the you know the important thing is saving the planet so it's like wow these guys just sound like you know like extremists basically it's just this mm. very, like, weird, like, thing. Like, you were originally, like, supposed to, like, kind of latch onto them. Like, oh, they're heroes and they're doing the right thing. And then you kind of go back and maybe with a little bit more of a broad mind, you're like, oh, wow, they're... Yeah, like,
2: back then I didn't know what environmental terrorism was. And then now playing it now, I was like, oh. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's that exactly what okay. they're yeah, envir- like yeah they're 13, I didn't know. Terrorism. Yeah. But now, it's like, oh.
2: Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So,
0: um, that whole, like, opening segment, actually, I think it did a pretty good job of kind of establishing... Like, what was going on. Oh, yeah, on. that's what
2: I want to talk about. Like, uh, some RPGs start off so slow. This one, right into battle. Like, you just... They throw you right in. Yeah. Which I really like.
0: Yeah, and it gave you something like you would almost have to go out of your way to lose. Like, you literally just have to put it on an active time battle and then just yeah. put the controller down. There's, that's the only way you could lose that fight. That opening fight. To like, but, oh, yeah, but, okay. Kind of give you a sense of the system, basically.
2: But, yeah, just uh, the whole... Yeah, the whole uh, first explosion of the uh, reactor. Just, yeah, I just love how... You're just starting to the game. And then after that, it kind of slows down. Yeah. They kind of give you an hour to have fun, and then, like, oh, let's just slow it down for, like, an hour here and there. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I, I agree. It did a very good job of hooking you at the beginning. Like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Like, I'm playing Twilight Princess HD right now, and I forgot what a slog... Well, I didn't forget, but kind of getting to it again, it's like, what a slog the first, like, two hours of that game are. I mean, it's not as bad as the entirety of Skyward Sword, which is nothing but a slog, but... The first two hours of Twilight Princess are just very, very slow, and there's not a lot going on, so...
1: Wait, when did we get on Twilight Princess?
0: (laughs) I was just making the comparison (laughs) for the introduction, that's all, so...
1: Oh, I I, I agree with you mostly, but I I think that they do a good job in Seven of having you spend, you know, as poorly paced as is, you spend a lot of time in Midcar, and you might be... You know, you might be tricked into thinking like, "Oh, this is the whole game. I'm going to be in here blowing up these reactors," and then when you do get out, and there's all this expanse in front of you, that's pretty. That's a good. That's a good trick that they pulled there.
0: It's a. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit like um, for her want of a better comparison, like the way like Oblivion. And, like, the Fallout games, mm. like, you yeah, start yeah, off yeah. and then you kind of are, like, led into this big, gigantic world. You're like, oh, wow, there's a lot more to this than, it, you know, you guys were initially showing me, so. Yes. Um,
1: yeah, no, so, it is like that.
0: So some of the, um, like, some of the little notes I kind of took on this thing, like, there's, like, certain sections in this game that I kind of just felt like I should, like, kind of comment on, like, um, <laughs> when you're first getting back to... Um, I guess, you know, the slums, the sector or sector seven slums after the, uh, you know, the, the successful bombing, there's this couple at the train station that talk about like, it seems like they're like seducing each other. And then when hmm. you come back to get onto the station, um, or to get back onto the train a little bit later, they mention like, um, like, okay, let's do this. I can't take it anymore. And then they like both like fall forward, like they died or something. And I have no idea what the hell happened there. I don't know if you guys maybe have any sort of... I don't know.
1: Murder, suicide pact?
0: Yeah, It's just, like, right in front of the train station. It's like, what? Why? I mean, you know, the train conductor's just got to sit there nonchalantly, and they're like, okay, let's do this, and they just Mm -hmm. both, like, fall flat on their faces. It's like... (laughs) Not really sure what the point of it was. It was like, okay, I mean, if there was some sort of, like, suicide pact or whatever going on there, it's like they certainly didn't do a good job of explaining it, but there's a a lot of... I I guess in this whole game, there's a lot of... uh, little oddities like that they never really kind of like get into it's just like i guess you're sort of left to your own imagination as to what exactly was going on but like that one is just like you, there's like no inkling of do they commit suicide did they go to kiss each other and just totally miss and face plant it or what the hell was going on that could be yeah. it.
2: it's just hard to that show the PlayStation.
0: Like,
1: yeah that sounds like anime
0: yeah that's very true right (laughs) they close their eyes to kiss so they don't see each other and just wham faceplant and they're done so um that's great you know some of the other stuff i've noticed too was um like the the dialogue boxes a lot of the times like the incidental stuff you know you have stuff with the npcs like it doesn't tell you who's actually talking so sometimes it's a little hard to tell like who the hell is saying what there's a section like You know, like, right by the pillar, the two soldiers at the bottom, or the guards, whatever, at the bottom. If you go and talk to them a couple times, I think even, like, maybe the second time you you see them, you talk to them, and one of them is, like, talking about... Like, let me see. One of them was, like, mentioning, like, wanting to go hang out or something, and you think the two guards Mm -hmm. are talking to each other, because Cloud's little, you know, dialogue thing doesn't show up. But then... You know, you say, like, are you nuts? Um, you know, there was just a terrorist attack or something like that. And he says, oh, you're actually worried about yeah. me, Cloud, or something like that. It's like, wait, so Cloud's been talking, but you didn't make reference that Cloud was talking. It's like, okay. So yeah, it it gets to be a little tough as to figuring out who the hell is saying what in some of those instances. And that kind of drove me a That's little bit That's one makers. of the interesting things about the game, I think, is that Cloud actually talks. Um, oh.
1: You know, he's, he's a predefined character. Yeah. It, it doesn't really happen a lot in um, RPGs. These days, um, yeah, that, you, that you're that he's that sort of drawn out. I mean, in Final Fantasy, it does happen, I suppose, a fair bit, but um,
0: yeah, I was gonna say, I think it's just about every Final other guy has done that, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, like Dragon Quest, you almost always control a silent protagonist, um, yeah, even yeah. like Fallout like, Skyrim yeah, yeah. or Elder Scrolls games, yeah, they're true. yeah, it's it's they don't
1: it's, talk well, they do talk in them, um, the for, new
0: one, right? Fallout
1: 4? You talk, doesn't actually talk, right? If, you, yeah, I think does, does if you click the if you click
0: an option, he he says stuff. Oh, okay, I only started like very briefly Fallout. out, so, oh, you're right, yeah, he actually does have a voice, so but it's yeah. it's more decisions as to what you're saying than like like you said, Luke your like predefined character who has you know his own dialogue, basically his own mind doesn't rely on you for choices, I mean, you get the kind of yes or no answers with some of the stuff, but generally, like you can go back yeah. and ask the same or talk to the same character and get the exact same option to do that. So uh, another thing, like I, I kind of remember, but I didn't really remember just how fucking temperamental Barrett is. <laughs> God, I mean, he like his response to everything is just punch the shit out of it or shoot it. And he's like, well, you know, he's, and,
1: he's, he's a bad dad. He's a mad bad dad.
0: And I, I, I wonder where the ammo was coming from in that yeah. gun. <laughs> yeah. Cause he just seems to shoot it willy nilly. Like it's nothing. And it just it never seems to run out kind of weird so
1: mm. i don't think you should worry about that sort of stuff no no you no
0: know. i'm not really concerned about it but it's just like one of those things like hey you know like wonder what they actually like he even comments like you know i'm just a guy with a gun arm or, or an arm for a gun or you know gun for an arm or whatever the hell and it's like mm-hmm. you know it's just like it's a technical thing it'd be interesting to like where the hell is that ammo coming from so
2: <laughs> oh yeah this is another part of um, you probably have it on your list but i saw you got the trophy where you got the bikini briefs you got the uh have Don Corneo pick Cloud. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That whole section is just strange. That yeah. whole scene in the club to get the bikini briefs and in a bath with oh, yes. six guys. <laughs> it's like... <coughs> like, what? What's going on? Actually, That's what you know makes what? it. I,
1: when, I, when I redid it, I didn't get that scene with the bath. I had to but it. I, Yeah, I got some other stuff. You know what, actually... You can, you I can... can do it with, like, two items or whatever and then Don Corneo, we'll Don, anyway. um, Don Cornhole... Don Cornhole. will pick you.
0: Don <laughs> Yeah, actually, like, I didn't get the uh, the bath scene and everything. I, I got, like, the sh- the shimmering dress or whatever. Like, I got the mm-hmm. best dress. I got the I got the good wig and, yeah, like, one other item, the diamond tiara. And I got those, and that was enough to get me picked.
2: Yeah, I like to get everything. I, like, I, I, you know what? I, had, I even just I know how to do it. I have the strategy guide, but I don't even need it. Yeah.
0: I completely forgot how to do it, and I kind of looked up a walk or a walkthrough, and I just missed that part, and I was like, eh, you know, I'll see if I get picked. If I don't, I'll just... Kind of plow through it again. And I got pictures. I was like, I don't feel like doing that again. So, yeah,
2: you can watch all this stuff online.
0: Yeah, end. pretty much. So, yeah, it's strange, though. And that's going to be something I think, like, a lot of this game, like, I'm going to be interested to see, like, how they approach it for the remake. Because, yeah, actually, that's a good. That's a, I mean, like, the cross dressing thing, I don't see it as that big of an issue, but, like, a lot of the way, like, Barrett, like, who is it? Uh, Biggs? Is Biggs the, uh, the smaller
2: guy? Uh yeah. I yeah. Think like the way he, like
0: Biggs or the way he like punches Biggs up into the screen. Oh, yeah. It's like how you know, and he like plot, and he you know, Biggs hits the screen and like kind of slides down the screen. So it's That's like great. this fourth wall it's he's attempting to it's break the fourth funny. wall and fails, basically. So it's just like hmm. how are they gonna approach like the sillier stuff? Yeah. Like Final Fantasy VII's kind of gotten gotten away from I think like what it originally not was meant to be, but it it came across as just silly kind of in general. Like, you know, I mean, you know, there's not really any RPGs these days that aren't like, you know, don't have a tales of name on it that I could see like, you know, a cross-dressing like mini mini game, if you will, or section coming happen or, you know, coming through. Like, it just seems like kind Mm -hmm. of like, I don't know. Although, like, the entire cast of Final Fantasy XV seems like they would be good for the cross-dressing. Most characters
2: just uh, dress like cross-dressers now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's really no point anymore. That's true. Yeah, I mean, Cloud's... Cloud, I guess, at that point, sort of had a defined masculinity to him, although now the, like, kind of current iteration of him, he's a little bit more feminized.
2: Yeah, that's another thing. How do you guys like the world? Like, uh, Final Fantasy VII coming from, like, Final Fantasy VI... It's a lot less fantasy, like the world. It's a lot more just I guess real life. Yeah. Like just yeah. there's really not that much fantasy to it.
0: Yeah, well I mean let's let's kind of keep it like in the all, midgar all. section. You know? So yeah. oh, well,
2: well that well Yeah. But yeah, and, 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 even the the whole game's like that. You know? But
0: if you actually what is it? Um the first town that you go into in um in Final Fantasy VI, Narsh or or however you say it, um like that's kind of like a industrialized town for that era like you know there's steam like machines and stuff and everything kind of rolling out and if you look at the empire there's a lot of there's a lot of machinery going on there too so i think it just
2: i guess more it's more of a modern
0: yeah although i still don't understand like why everyone has guns and then there's still swords and stuff floating around you know it's just like it's one of those like but i guess it's sort of one of those rpg things you just sort of have to you know suspend your uh suspend your disbelief yeah. in that one. So it's like, why did you do that? But anyway, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot going on in Midgar and actually kind of, in going back to it, like design wise, I actually think Midgar is a kind of a cool section. Like there's, there's a lot of thought I think put into the way the Midgar is kind of made, built. Like it almost feels like it was, or it almost feels kind of like a real thing to a, to a point Whereas a lot of, I well, guess. it was
1: supposed to be New York, right? Was the, was the, yeah. um, original kind of design doc for it was that it was gonna be based in around New York City. Oh um, I had no idea. And uh you could see some of that in Parasite Eve, uh which is really based in New York.
0: I was gonna say um, yeah, isn't that actually in New York basically?
1: Yeah, yeah. And like you know, Barrett was gonna be the main character at one point, um when they were designing
0: Final Fantasy seven. Hmm. I had no um, idea. I had no yeah. idea um yeah. <clears throat> let's see the part where just before cloud or i guess it's like your second bombing run um cloud goes up to or the president starts walking out it kind of seemed to me like cloud was going to betray them i don't know if any of you got that vibe like he says i even quoted <laughs> it here um let's see you know barrett barrett asks like what's going on or one of the characters asks what's going on and then cloud just very nonchalantly says a trap and, you know, my first thought, way uh, as much as Barrett doesn't seem to trust Cloud at all, and his temper flies, mm-hmm. like, I would immediately think that, like, Barrett would jump the gun on, like, oh, he set a trap. That means he set this trap, you know? And then the president walks out, and then Cloud says, you know, long time no see, sir. And he calls him sir, so it's like...
2: Mm-hmm. Is there some respect then? You know, yeah. he's military. Well, and
0: still, but you know, he's he's not. I think anymore. you're always
2: sir from that point on.
0: I guess, <laughs> but could s- be wrong. But I mean, you know, it's like well, I mean, at that point, then like you know, <laughs>
1: I thought it was sarcastic. You know, like he's that too.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's maybe interesting,
1: kind of sarcastic. You know. <laughs> nice to see you,
0: sir. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that definitely does kind of fit in with Cloud's like I guess more modern image that he's kind of been kind of the role he kind of plays now but back then cloud didn't seem kind of like that i guess i mean maybe maybe he was kind of yeah he was kind of a sarcastic dick he he does kind of cross as a dick occasionally there but like the fact that like barrett didn't react to that at all like kind of surprised me a little bit going back to it it's just it seemed like one of those things that like barrett would just jump down the throat of it because like oh my god look you're betraying me i knew you were i knew i couldn't trust you you know and it turns out it was just basically mm. nothing. But, you know, just it was just sort of one of those moments that I'm like, Barrett, Barrett seemed kind of out of character, basically. So, um, you know, kind of getting back to that cross-dressing set, section, um, I don't know if you notice it, but like, when, if you just walk instead of run with Cloud, Cloud looks like a Lego character.
2: Oh, my... <laughs> like, Sorry. his legs That's and funny. everything,
0: they look exactly like a Lego character. I've
2: been playing some Lego games with the kids recently, and I was playing Final Fantasy VII yeah. yesterday or the day before, and then my kids come up... Which Lego game is this? <laughs> yeah, so Final Fantasy is now a Lego game. They look like Legos, Daddy. Yeah, they kind of do like, actually. Uh, oh damn! It's funny you yeah, guys. Funny you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. But like, it, it's when Cloud's in
0: that dress specifically, and you—it's not when he runs. It's only when he walks because he has that very like. But I guess maybe it's because of the way his uh, you know, there's no that there's none of that um, whatever you want to call it, like the the concaved arm <laughs> elbow thing or whatever it is. You know, oh. it's it's a very just like. Like flat kind of thing, so like you know like a rectangle basically, so he kind of looks like a he looks and moves like a Lego character and it's just like that's an interesting little thing like it doesn't seem like the rest of it and maybe that's why they decided to make the uh character models like in game you know on the world on the world map and everything the way they are because otherwise maybe it does look a little too legoy I suppose so mm. yeah. <laughs> um now when Cloud and uh, Eris meet up with uh, Tifa in the dungeon. What the hell? That is that is a... I know it's a sex dungeon, but there's, like, pliers and stuff in there. Like, if you notice in the foreground, like, there's some really, like... It, it's like medieval dentistry-looking shit in there. And You've
1: like, never seen a little movie called Yoratsuki Doji 2?
2: Nor heard of uh, it, no. I've only seen the first one. That, uh, <laughs> that
1: Legend of the Overfiends. But uh, that doesn't look out of place with one of those those Japanese animes like your cool devices or any of those other uh, grossy josy hentai films. Um, They'll look pretty... You know, that that's in keeping, I
0: think. I think the closest thing to a, to a hentai thing I've seen is like Dragon Pink. So... Oh, yeah. I well, know. I bet
1: you there's some dungeons in there, too.
0: Maybe. It's been a long time. It, it was on VHS the last time <laughs> I saw it. So, I mean, it'd give you a good semblance of when I saw it last. So... Um, yeah, there's, I don't know, that whole section, like, it was just very, very strange. And one thing I'm kind of curious about, like, once they do the remake is the, um, threat of genital mutilation that the three of them kind of lay down for Dawn. It's like, um, as I'll quote it off, or I'll quote it off here, uh, I'll cut it off from Cloud, uh, Eris says, I'll rip it off, and then Tifa says, I'll smash it! It's like... Are they? I really wonder if they're going to keep that in there because I mean, I, I mean, de- definitely this is this is maybe another reason outside of the uh, you know the format thing, but this game would not have worked on a Nintendo system. I mean, yeah. implied geni- I mean, it's not even very you know implied. It's pretty. It's close to direct as without them actually saying I'm going to cut your dick off, basically. But it's as direct yeah. as you can get. I think with that, it's just like that's something that would have never flown on a Nintendo you know, platform whatsoever. So, um, let's see, you know, kind of getting back to what I talked about with the cloud, the, like the face thing or whatever, I'm actually kind of like those sections. Now, like I'm actually kind of surprised how much detail they put into some of those things. Like I, and I probably never noticed it when I was younger because I was, you know, playing on a 13 inch CRT TV basically, but like (laughs) Reeve, um, he's actually got, like, a Van Dyke and, like, very, like, sculpted sideburns, basically. It's, like, stuff like that. You're like, how... Why would they have put so much effort into putting that on his mug? Especially, when you know, like, nine-tenths of your, you know, playing audience would have never noticed that sort of stuff, so... um
1: And also, that's, like, you know, ten-tenths of your polygon budget
0: for that scene. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it's very weird. Yeah. It's, like... They have these very shitty, like, you know, polygon... I mean, you know, by today's standards, these very shitty polygon models. And then it's like, oh, they took the time to detail, like, you know, what a kind of a, you know, stenciled-on beard and uh, sideburns this guy has. You're like, what the hell? Uh, Yeah. So it's like they couldn't even draw a cloud with a proper mouth, basically. But it's like, oh, let's give this guy proper facial hair and make sure he looks like a raging douche with it, you know, that pencil-thin shit, so...
1: The battle models are good, though.
0: For, yeah. For him. yeah. Yeah, the battle models like in general are pretty good. So, um, you know, one thing I don't think I had ever noticed it before either was Barrett actually has, or Barrett's tattoo. While you're, oh, like, yeah, in yeah. the in-game, or, like, in the in-battle thing. Like, I've never, no- I don't think I ever noticed hmm. his tattoo before. Not the look. Like, it's on his, hmm. his left arm, and it's like a skull with, like, flames around it, basically. I mean, it's nothing, like, too crazy, but it's just, like, I don't think I'd ever noticed it before, so... Hmm. Um, interesting yeah see. I mean
1: uh, the thing is you, you you're I, I, I think that's the thing you notice more than anything and that's the thing that kind of pulls me through the game again is that you can see that it's people sort of flexing not only their creativity but also working a lot of ingenuity to yeah. get this thing slapped together you know it, like it, it,
0: they're sort it of technical may be prowess if you will
1: yeah, and well, like, or even it's there's a certain naivety to it too that's kind of charming. Like, there's a lot of heart, and you can see the the sweat and and tears and blood on the screen, um, in various ways. Like, not just in good ways, but also in the fact that you know they really struggled. I think to get a handle on this, and and that's why it's so ropey in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm sure, you know, it resonates with so many people. I'm sure that to a lot of folks it makes sense. And I was actually talking to someone the other day, um. She was saying that, you know, sequences like the the cloud and a coma and, and those kind of things mean a lot to her. You know, they resonate with her. But to me, those are bits like, like like if I had a button to skip portions of the game, I'd skip past those bits. And you know, honestly, as cool as Midgar is and as atmospheric as it is, I would want to skip that too. Just because it drags on in the wrong places. I don't like the stuff with getting the dress. I think that drags on a little bit. And I and once you get to Shinra you know
2: the stuff on the roof it's cool
1: when you're fighting president on the roof yeah. and the the shit with the uh with the with the um the battle afterwards and the and the elevators pretty cool uh but then woof you know there's not much left after that but the whole Shinra building is just like you know weird things like let's see what sticks you know stealth sections and you know those kind of yeah. <laughs> bits and pieces and there's that weird um, sequence where you're all in the, the prison and then it goes into, like, scary movie mode. Um, you know, when when Sephiroth comes in and kills all those guys, cyborg ninja
0: style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and leaves the yeah. uh, substantial blood trail everywhere he goes. It's like, whoa, what the hell is going on there? So, Yeah,
1: that's one of those things as well. Like, the game is so, you know, as we're saying, it's so, like, inconsistent stylistically. Like, you know, you're slashing guys to bits in the battles and it's just sort of, fun and games but then like when it matters there's blood everywhere Mm -hmm. like you know there's he's he's opened up the blood bank and is just you know painting the walls with that stuff it's nuts
0: yeah and Um, conveniently it's it also acts as the path that you need to be following so it's like okay mm. isn't that
1: something you know you gotta you gotta leave your calling card (laughs)
0: um you know so the other thing i'm kind of curious on how they're going to approach like you know kind of getting back to the um you know, the, the environmental, remake? yeah, all the, well, the environmental terrorism in the remake, like, I wonder how they're actually going to kind of portray, like, Biggs, Wedge, and Jesse here, because, like, well, they, they're very idealistic in this one, and, you know, when Jesse, mm. basically, like, all three of them kind of meet their end there um, on the pillar before the pillar blows, like, they all sort of have this, like, reckoning with themselves that, like, especially Jesse, I think her final, like, words were basically, like, you know, maybe this is you know, payment for everything we've done, basically. And it's kind of like... Right. You kind of wonder if they're going to... Like, how they're going to play this whole thing off. Like, are they going to put them as these naive characters who think they're just doing the right thing? Like, basically handle yeah. it the exact same way? Or are they going to do it differently? Because I think they said the remake, they're going to... Like, the first section or segment or episode, or however they're doing it, is going to Yeah, I think they'll right just
1: do the up to the end of... Midgar. I think they'll do up to the end of Midgar. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That, that seems I, like a good stuff. I think you'll point. see... You will see that be a lot more heightened emotionally those deaths they'll all talk for a few minutes before they explode um you know, and uh, I think the thing as well is that I don't think it's so much a thing that they have to sidestep or they have to talk in and around the environmental terrorism. They just have to make it so as that's the stakes. you know we know the planet's dying um and we know that it's because of the make go energy pulling it up from the thing, so we're gonna sympathize. With folks wanting to save the planet, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not like they're like PETA or Greenpeace or something, where we could be like, oh, this is questionable. Why are you, uh, you know, uh, drowning this this dolphin to make a point? Not the, uh, Greenpeace or uh, PETA. I've ever done that. I don't know why. <laughs> that was my example. But you know, it's not like one of these things where you can you can sort of question it too much. You know, they're not. You know, they blow up a few things. Who's dying really? I mean, those soldiers that they kill on the way there, but, you know, it's not people dying, you know?
0: Yeah, although... So you, a
1: church loses its roof. Big deal.
0: Although <laughs> in some of the, uh, like, if you kind of, like, as you're playing through, like, oh, I think, like, one of the TV things or whatever, like even, it said even some civilians were harmed in the blast, so it's kind of like, you know, yeah. I wonder if they're going to approach it, and I wonder if they're going to add that a little bit more emphasis on, you know, that people not involved, basically, are getting hurt yeah. on Do the you way, you Do you think
1: there can be... Any subtlety in a remake of Final Fantasy VII, like look at what happened with Advent Children, where it's like any amount of you know, I don't know, nuance that you would have had to these characters is is thrown out the window for yeah. anime. Is it yeah. not the case that this is just going to be the same? You know, I mean, is is part of the resonance and the um, effectiveness of Affect with the with the um, the effectiveness of Final Fantasy VII. The fact that it was you know all in our own minds. You have to read it and you have to infer your own meaning and you know work through those things yourself internally. When it's spoken out loud, is it not is is all of it. You know n- not just the the terrorism, but everything just going to be silly.
0: Yeah, I yeah I do think. I don't know, just kind of the way a lot of stuff has been handled with Square in general lately, but also yeah. just sort of the way a lot of the characters in Final Fantasy VII have been portrayed and canonized, effectively um, post right. you know Final Fantasy VII, like all the uh, you know the after-game projects or whatever. Um, I think that oh the compilation, yeah, the compilation of Final Fantasy VII that only got it up to what C right is was that how like let's
1: see there was advent there was children before crisis yeah dirge of cerberus
0: yeah okay yeah d okay yeah so dirge of cerberus i think there was the was um, one yeah there's advent children before crisis crisis core then dirge of cerberus, cerberus. I yeah i think that was all of them that was it yeah that so. Was it? will so, just yeah. do a quick uh quick search here so yeah but um yeah i mean but the way they've kind of all the characters have sort of like been changed from the way that they were originally handled final fantasy 7 i'm sure that's kind of the way they're going to be portrayed now because that's the way i guess a lot of the hardcore fans have kind of come to accept that these are the characters like even in dissidia you know cloud is the cloud from advent children he's not the cloud from final fantasy 7 so mm. i mean
1: as... let's not forget last order which was the anime movie of it.
0: wow i didn't even know that existed yeah. I had no clue oh, that, that even good. existed.
1: That's I don't think there is an EC. God, what a weird thing that was, right? Th- th- like, this is the way they choose to bring it back. Um,
2: uh,
0: well, it was Last Order?
1: Last Order, yeah. It was a an uh OAV or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I see Vincent right there, front and center, so I probably will want nothing to do with this, so... <laughs>
1: You're not a Vincent guy.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I never even touched Georgia Cerberus because that game looked like ass. i never played that. No. Never
2: played that. I, I've, oh, I've never man. watched Advent Children. Uh,
0: Advent Children's dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: I'd seen a little bit and I like, e- I think I had a girlfriend or something at the time. I was like, this is stupid. I guess yeah. I'll talk to my my girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, and uh, Crisis Core is actually pretty good. You guys play that? You know what? I have it. I yeah. really I, enjoyed that. I actually
0: have been actually. wanting to kind of play you it. You kind
2: of realize Vincent's like, a better character than or not, Vincent? Uh, Zach. Zach. Yeah. Yeah, and I actually cared. Like at the end, uh, it's a good. Game.
0: Yeah. There was a cool.
1: Uh, yeah, the the ending's really good. Like. Yeah.
2: Really, yeah. really good. Yeah, I'm gonna
0: actually. I think maybe in between sections or sections here of the podcast of us doing this, I think I might go and play Crisis Core maybe a little bit. So because I own it, I've just never touched it. So I enjoyed it, yeah. and that's one of those like I really, really wish they would put on the digital, you know, digital side. But you know, Square seems to have this thing of like. I don't know why they don't do that with a lot of stuff. It's, you know, they do it with mm-hmm. some and not with others. It's very strange, the choices they make with those. It's sometimes. weird. I think it's got to do with Gact. I think Gact has to do with it. He's in it. Well, they also don't have Valkyrie so, Profile. Uh, Lenith on the... Di- or yeah, no that's, on that's also to do with Gact.
1: <laughs> I don't know why that is. That's probably okay. I was going to say, can you explain
0: that one? Fire <laughs>
1: I don't know. I, I, I believe that Disney and GACT are keeping a lot of uh, Square things from the digital stores. That's why you don't have those Kingdom Hearts on there either. You know? No. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's that's a, that's another strange one because you know Kingdom Hearts is a pretty big deal, I guess. But I don't even know if you can buy the PS3 like remasters on on PSN, honestly. No, I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I don't
2: I haven't seen him.
0: That's strange. So anyway, um I'm trying to think. Let's see, was there really anything else that was um You know and I, I one thing like I did kind of find funny about the whole like, you know, Shinra going after the if you really want us to kind of set it down, it's five members of Avalanche, but Cloud is sort mm-hmm. of the hired-on mercenary. They killed three of them, all, you know, more than half of them, just <laughs> setting that bomb. <laughs> yeah, all they had to do was fake setting the bomb to draw them out, basically, and they killed three of them. Then all they had basically was you know Tifa and uh, and Barrett left to kill. So it's like, well, you guys could have managed that one. I mean, they could have shot a rocket or something from the. Uh, from that help, from oh god, from that Lego looking helicopter, oh, <laughs> God, the helicopters in this game are the worst looking things. Was like, great, I totally forgot that. Those it helicopters was funny when he are saw. so funny. It's just like, I, I I can't even imagine like when we were like when we, like first <laughs> playing this that that would have looked impressive at all. Like even as much as you can kind of maybe fake pretend that those you know the 3D or you know the polygons looked okay for some reason or another, the, the helicopter. It literally <laughs> looks like something, like, a child would put together with his Legos, so. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny, like, they are willing to wipe out an entire section to get what ended up being effectively three people after they wiped out three more of them just trying to get to them, so it's like, you guys, I mean, that was a little over the top there, but of course they framed Avalanche for it, so, I don't know, it's it's a weird yeah. thing, but like I said, getting, you, you they got... You know, however you want to look at Cloud, they got half of them with just attempting to do it before even setting the bomb <laughs> off. So it's like, well, you guys maybe should just fake doing <laughs> this constantly and Cloud Baron at Tifa will come up. So... Um, yeah, it's pretty nuts. And there was just something else, too, I noticed, like, a lot of, like, reused, like, character polygons. There's oh, always yeah. that old fat guy with the purple the vest or whatever it is. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, grandson. that guy is, like, I originally saw it, like... The first time I kinda of made the connection was when he got off the uh they're showing the, um the what is it, Eris's mom's flashback um, he, and he jumps off or whatever and his wife care or you know spins him around yeah. or whatever. I thought that was actually kinda of funny. Um
2: that but was funny. I think I was the same time I I saw that scene, and I was like, I've seen this guy like four times already. Yeah. He could like
0: and then one more, and then like through that process, like I ended up seeing that guy like one more, I'm like, what the hell, this guy's like either everywhere or they just really got really like lazy with the characters, um, I almost said sprites, models, we'll say. Um, and then it made me think like, cause I, I swear when um, they were showing them get off the train, like um, Biggs and Jesse got off the train too. It looked like they got off the train and like kind of walked like <laughs> as a couple almost. So I was wondering if, like, there was some history between them or if those were just reused character models again. So... No, that's... <laughs> it's <laughs> kind of hard to tell. But, I mean, so my biggest, like, takeaway with Final Fantasy VII that I was actually very surprised with was just how silly the whole damn thing is. Like, like I said, that, that instance where, you know, the fat guy gets off the train and his wife picks him up and spins him around. Yeah. It's like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> there, there's a lot of moments in this game where it just kind of, like, like stupid and silly and it doesn't take itself as seriously as um you know everything after final fan you know, the you know yeah the what was it again gluke? What is it called? The compilation or the,
1: the compilation, yeah. Yeah,
0: it. all the compilation stuff. Like it doesn't take anything as seriously as the compilation takes it, you know, themselves. So I'm actually finding myself enjoying the game a little more than I thought I would go to. Like I went in there just like loathing it, uh, you know, for the first few minutes even. But as I kind of got into it a little more, I was like, you know, this isn't as bad as I thought it was. So I'm kind of curious, like, because Midgar, it, except, like you said, it does drag in sections. But I do think it does kind of do a good job of getting you in this mode. And for, I guess, introducing the world and painting the character, you know, the kind of initial few characters that you get introduce to. Doing a good job of, like, introducing them I'm just kind of curious, mm. like, how this is going to pan out. Because I, I took my time through Midgar, trying to do everything and see everything as much as I could. And I think it took me about six hours to get through. Um, I'm kind of curious how the rest of the game is going to end up like, feeling pacing-wise. So, because it felt like Midgar, yeah, like you said, kind of drug in some instances. But I, all in all, I felt like it was paced pretty well. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think no,
2: that's no, going to slow I, down I, I, for you. I, I don't know if you'll enjoy... you are enjoy the rest of the game I have mm-hmm. a feeling you might not okay but uh while well, with the cheats it might be a little easier but yeah
0: see that was my big concern was getting was having to um, like grind originally like and then knowing that you know you really don't have to do that much grinding and even when you do like the god mode and the speed up thing like make it you know, a little bit more tolerable. So it's like you can just kind of literally like, well, run back and forth, put a podcast on, and just like ignore it essentially, because nothing's going to kill you. So even if you have to put the controller down to go do something else or whatever, you can just leave it there. And, you know, you can have active time battle going, and you're just going to keep you know healing every time somebody attacks you. So it's like not a big deal. So it makes it it makes the combat feel entirely repetitive and stupid to a point, but it also seems to make it a little bit better because it's not quite as tedious so it, it's kind of a strange yeah. thing
2: i i actually enjoy the combat that's why i i don't use god mode that often mm-hmm. but uh, do you say so you don't enjoy combat at all in this game i I enjoy the battle system i don't know why. i kind of do and I, I it's fun to me i can just grind that game it's me. i think it's because
0: it's such a simple battle system there's not a whole lot of depth it is simple. to it so um like i i forget it's probably cat bailey that mentioned this but like Outside of like Aeris, it feels like all of your characters are basically interchangeable, like with because of the materia system. Like yeah, there's really no strength or weaknesses to anybody. Like Barrett naturally has some more hit points than some of the others, and I think Red Thirteen's got more hit points than Cloud, but because that's the part I'm using right now is Barrett, Cloud, and uh, Red Thirteen because I'm trying to get the uh, yeah the trophy for the Barrett date. Bro- bromance. That was yeah. another thing that was interesting. The best bromance or something. I think it's called. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah, and there's. It's kind of like funny. Like, to get that trophy, you actually have to be like a total dick to Eris and Tifa. Um, like, the <laughs> section where you're trying to. Or you're going to save Tifa from. Or uh, Eris from. Uh, from Shinra and. Uh, one of the Turks. Like, you have to, like, tell her to. Um, to hold on and then throw the wrong barrel down. And then yeah, Tifa's yeah. like. Or Aerith is like, what are you doing? Or God, what, what's wrong with you? Or something like that, you know? Comments on, like, basically what yeah. a useless putz you are for. <laughs> You know, like, hold on, I'll save you with a barrel. And then miss entirely, and she ends up having to fight anyway, so.
1: Hmm. Um, I just looked up uh, Final Fantasy 7 on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Final Fantasy 7. So here's what people are saying right now. This second. In 2016. Yeah. This second. yeah. Uh, should I stream Final Fantasy 7 again? Says Tom. Just a Final Fantasy 7 thought, says Gemma Adams. Wedge wasn't in the pillar. He fell. Yet there's no talk of him dying or being left behind. Tough questions.
0: <laughs> you know that maybe it's the fans that I don't like and that has driven me such, such disdain of Final Fantasy be VII because yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb going on. A lot of on.
2: people. Actually, I'm not even gonna bring up the story. Seven. Uh, I I'll bring it up. I know. Uh, keep I know names a guy He's out of kind it. of a friend. Okay. Keep names out of it. I then. actually hang out with the guy still, but. Uh... He named his kid Sephiroth. Yeah. Like actually, oh, actually yeah. names of Sephiroth. Oh, like, I'm at their house and he'll be like, "Hey, little Sephiroth." I was like, "No, he's wow. a good guy, but he has he has problems." But. No, it, he's not. But it's it's no. crazy. <laughs> I it's, agree with the Luke. fans are crazy. It's like what? that shouldn't be allowed. Like no. surely
1: a judge sort of. I
0: don't know. He's... something. Don't oh god! Like the only true. like Final Fantasy characters like I can even think of like that have okay names is like Locke. Terra's okay. Um, no, 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 Tara. That's not a
1: name. Tara is a name. Tara, not a name.
2: <laughs> well,
0: Tara was it Tara, Tara Reed? Tara
2: Reed. Yeah. But you say Tara. You may as well yeah, call
1: Tara. your kid Cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. You're gonna call him Tara.
2: Well, there's somebody named yeah. Superman, out
1: here. Like, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's uh, good. That's. You know. Is
2: it just this town? Because I have another guy. I he's. T- I don't even talk to him anymore. <laughs> but he called it. He named his son Chaos. That's an actual name too. <sighs>
0: no this was on Bob oh, and Tom I had heard uh, that somebody named themselves like uh, faster, faster. oh no no like faster than Superman stronger than Batman and that, like, he, it's like this like like six word thing I'm like somebody like a judge actually okayed that yeah.
1: well there was a there was a guy in Britain remember a while ago there was that picture of this guy's license plate some dude from Pakistan whose real name not being changed or anything was Superman Batman um, <laughs> just the, the way it had been Romanized or whatever, or however he he wrote it down. That was uh, his name was. Um, another tweet here that I actually think is funny is uh, my favorite character from Final Fantasy 7 is Conan O'Brien, and it's got a picture here of uh, what's his face, Rufus. Yeah, I
0: Oh, or uh, Rufus, the president of Shinra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's Rufus. Go. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, actually, you can kind of sign there's sort of see a resemblance there. Yeah. So yeah, going back you know, to not, it. Like I said, this this first section of Final Fantasy VII, I'm actually kind of surprised. Like, not how much I enjoyed it, because I didn't like love it, but I didn't have the the disdain or the dirty taste in my mouth after I got done playing it. Like I thought I was going to. Like, it didn't feel as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I have a harder time going back to like Final Fantasy like three, the real Final Fantasy three, or Final Fantasy two than I would this. So,
1: um, if if I wasn't already married, this would be my dream woman right here, who uh, tweets um, I enjoy that Gundam00 just flat out hit the term Buster Sword from Final Fantasy 7 to refer to the enormous blades of at least three Gundams and she's right, because uh, they do do that, hmm. Gundam's pretty good
0: I wonder, and there's our more Gundam, more, gu- our more
1: <laughs> Gundams Gundam. less less Final Fantasy 7s, so that's what I say <laughs>
0: Well, we need a uh, we need more Gundam games to actually come out in the West because the last one that came out now was Dynasty Warriors. Isn't Gundam um,
1: isn't uh, Breaker Three going to get a um, going to get uh, an English version in Asia? And
0: um, yeah,
1: so it, is the new um, uh, the new Super Robot Wars. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah
0: yeah so it's. i, I wanted to make a new um a release out here so it, i don't i don't imagine it'll yeah. actually do very well because you'll still have to technically import it. but i mean because there's like those put it on
1: the they could put it on the store like on the on the digital only you know um maybe yeah because because those things are bespoke artisanal for for you know collectors only um what's the uh but then they should put out a, some sort of special edition um I had something there. This is not related to Final Fantasy VII. And it's not really, like, this is more general podcast talk. But, um, uh, I don't know. Oh, they should make another um, uh, ACE game. You know that, You know those ones? All Centuries episode. It's, like, Super Wars but, like, 3D. And uh, uh, I think it's made by some of the guys that made Armored Core. It's pretty It's pretty cool. You get to play as Oh, robots. you know what? I think,
0: you know, I think.
1: Another Century's episode. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. They yeah. had one for the PS3. That was pretty. That was pretty cool. Ace,
0: God, yeah. it is not. I'm not. I'm not remembering that one at all. So worth see. the
1: look. I don't think it came out here. Um, oh, you know what's. You know what's good about Final Fantasy VII? It's a little bit like Akira, and Akira's pretty good.
0: Explain the connection. <laughs>
1: well okay you got this guy on a bike um, okay that's, that's pretty Sold. much like a gear. oh god we didn't talk about uh, the bike
0: scene oh okay go ahead
1: you, you, got, you got a bike you got um, uh, a futuristic city mega city um, you've got pure energy um, threatening to destroy the world uh, you have um, some inferiority complex shit going on with uh whiny guy who wants to harness the power. Um there's uh chocobos in Akira. Uh <laughs>
0: we just making sure we're still paying attention. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. There you go. That's my story. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh,
0: yeah, I guess I kinda kind of can there's like some not bio weapon kind of stuff going on in Final Fantasy seven too that Akira has, but
1: Oh, they both use equally primitive 3D graphics um parts. God, Actually, really... you know that helicopter in fucking, <laughs> that helicopter in Seven looks like the helicopter from that Golgo 13 movie, if you guys have ever seen no, um, Golgo 13, the professional. Oh, well, oh, you got to see this. It's got like 1984 CG helicopter. Uh, um, it's cool. It's, it's just awful. Golgo. Just, thir- what, well, what's the know,
0: name of it? The final mission. It's or uh,
1: Golgo Thirteen. The professional. The professional
0: helicopter. Bring it up
1: there. Bring it up there in front of you. Let, let's do a live reaction to <laughs> let's helicopter. See if I can find it. Thirteen. Let's see if I can find it. <laughs> just type in Golgo Thirteen CG. Oh, because... holy hell!
2: That is terrible looking. Oh, oh man! Yeah.
1: Wow! That is.
0: Wow. That's I think
1: they used nice. a um, Lockheed Martin supercomputer to make that, like a military <laughs> uh, supercomputer. The same machines that they eventually would use to make um, virtual <laughs> Racing. You know what it uh, looks like? Late.
0: You know what it looks like? It looks like an F-22 smushed.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: a little bit. It's, yeah. got, the, it's got the F-22 nose kind of. Okay, wow, that's weird. <laughs> that
1: is that I, is I suppose they they probably assembled it from bits and pieces of the 3D models they had lying around. <laughs> Lockheed Martin. It's kind of crazy to think that, like, at one point in in computers, General Electric and you know military simulators and stuff were powering arcade boards for Virtual Fighter and Virtual Racing and whatnot.
0: Yeah, that there's a lot of like kind of weird stuff like that. But then even even you know you think about it, it kind of went reversed when the Air Force bought like a hundred PS3s and put them together to make a supercomputer, which was weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> They did what Saddam Hussein couldn't with the PS2. Yeah, it's this very, like, I still remember that picture of, like, all those PS3s hooked up together, and it was like, oh, that's fucking weird.
1: I wonder how many of them yellow-lighted after a time.
0: Yeah, no kidding. You know, I actually, uh, my mom used to work at the Air Force Base um, that we have out here, and I got to see, like, one of the supercomputers. There was, like, I think it was, like, oh, yeah? Cray 2. Nice. and I actually I like, got up to like go up next to it and check it out and everything but like you think about it now it's like your iPhone's probably more powerful than a Kray than a 2 is which is kind of sad it's like oh the yeah. a supercomputer you know the, the best the best technology in the world and then you're like my phone can do what that thing could do plus was more. your
1: was your mother able to get like discount military goods?
0: we probably don't could. they have
1: like special army stores? yeah, so the, yeah buy- the commissary
0: that's what it is you know, yeah, I, you can I buy, yeah. think we did. I don't remember. She wasn't in the Air Force. She just worked for the Air Force, you know? You can get a thousand Kit Kats for a dollar or something, right? Yeah. You know, there was actually a, a time when, like, they, the commissary sold video games. Yeah, I and that. they would sell them, like, stupid cheap, too. Like, you get a brand new game oh, really? for, like, $35 or something like that. When it was, like, 60 It was, like, kind of something Well, crazy that's the like price
1: that. you pay for serving your country, you know? You might lose a leg, but at least you can get the darkness, too, for...
2: 35 <laughs> Of all the fucking games that bring great, up, the darkness a great <laughs> Jesus. Well, I'm imagining a lot of people buying it because I almost bought Darkness 2 because the darkness is actually a really good game. Yeah, I enjoyed the darkness. Wait, is why you said that. I couldn't I think get a lot into of the darkness
0: won't.
1: too, but I I dug the <laughs> darkness. Room.
2: Yes, yeah, I just see a lot of people buying darkness. This is going to be great. 35 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right, this game sucks. God, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, that's great. Ah, the
1: darkness is okay.
2: Something, yeah, darkness was good. I enjoyed it. It was
1: fun. <laughs> You'll remember that it was a big leap for storytelling in video games because there was a bit where you could sit down on the couch and, and watch, watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. And there was so many think pieces written about that. Oh
0: god. You know what? That, that yeah. was that was kind of before I read that sort of stuff, and boy, am I glad I missed out on all those. Because who gives a shit? <laughs> it's so <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, just just enjoy it. I don't know why we have to write about it because it yeah. it was pretty impactful, I thought.
0: But yeah, you know what? Yeah, I thought it was write good Write about it, yeah. You have to yeah. it's like ruin it. Well Look,
1: you do because you don't you don't want to write about the next uh, shoot shoot bang bang game. But I even feel like that was before. Um, I, I think that was way before the that sort of thing where like all we do is shoot brown guys yeah. in these games because I don't think games were like shooting games were like that at that stage. No, I no, think I no, think still I, World I, yeah, yeah, I think we were shooting. We were Nazis shooting still. largely white guys. Yeah. Um, so that's okay I suppose you know that's fine Yeah, Nazis yeah. Yeah. As, yeah. As, long, as
0: long as you're shooting as long as you're shooting uh, evil white people you're okay it's okay to shoot them so yeah, yeah. but
1: yeah. yes indeed
0: I, yeah. I can't wait for the blowback on this where it's just like it's not okay to shoot anybody at all anymore it's like you shouldn't be no able, no no, like, no it's oh, not, a, a, God. Of it's not. Yeah.
1: firewatch you don't shoot anybody that's a good game have to
0: there you me. go I've been curious in- on it but I don't I don't know if I'm actually interested firewatch, is, to spend the money firewatch on it. is
1: really good really good um and for I'm my last say, experience right,
0: with a with a walking simulator uh soma i'm right. kind of i'm kind of tapped out for now on those so uh,
1: i'd say that's like comparing final fantasy 7 to metal gear solid it's
0: just <sighs> it's a
1: stupid kid thing to do you know have you played you soma? like 11 year old me uh no i don't think so i don't like scary games um
0: <laughs> Well, really you wouldn't like. Well, you put well, this one well, probably, then you'll love this. Yeah, it's not yeah. scary. It's stressful. So. <laughs> okay.
1: Anyway, is we it should it probably, probably save that. I didn't like Amnesia. Oh, then no. Do you want to. Uh, this is strictly Game Club, right? I can't talk about the Pocket Monsters.
0: Right, right. Strictly Game Club. Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. yeah. We're, yeah, we're staying Final Fantasy seven on this as much as Final we Final Fantasy VI Darkness? There. Yeah. Keep the Pokemon... No, no, no. The Darkness II. One, Keep Pokemon out.
1: Thomas so, yeah. Two was weird because it had all cell shading, right? You know, actually, that's the thing. Like, what do you think about this Final Fantasy uh, Seven? Right? Have you noticed that Final Fantasy Seven? They seem to be the, the remake. They seem to be recycling a lot of the animations from Final Fantasy Fifteen, like that, that stupid. Or, or maybe it's just built into games now, where every game has an automatic "let's squeeze through a crevasse" animation. because um, like in that trailer, he did, Cloud did that like four
0: times. You know he was what? Squeezing the uh, everything. And Laura Croft does that in uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider Rise quite the Tomb Raider. a bit, yeah. And yeah. you know what? I even read some somebody that was impressed by that and like, what? Okay.
1: Impressed by it in what sense? Just that it's like the animation, you know,
0: like oh wow, it looks okay. so good. I'm like, well, except that her you know head is clipping through an edge there. I remember the time, seeing but, it
1: okay. in. Um... I remember seeing it in Uncharted. That was the first game I remember seeing that, and I thought it was it was cool then. But then Uncharted went way overboard with that, where Nathan Drake would just be sticking his hand out to touch everything. He was like fucking Adrian Monk or something. Just like, you know, that's a that's a Monk reference for you guys out there. Uh, just <laughs> touching all, everything he for passes the, for that, by for
0: that huge crossover of audience we have of of, of our fans <laughs> and Monk fans.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. It's a jungle out there, Jason, and uh, I oh, think God. everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, but uh yeah, I, I think those those are dumb. I can't wait to see what they do with this game. I'm, I mean, everyone's yeah. going to hate it and everyone's going to love it and it's going to be it's going to be great. There is... I don't use the word glorious lightly because I don't think it's a good word to use to describe things, but I I feel like it's justified in this case. It is going to be
0: glorious. I think uh I think this is going to be a uh, what's the term? A beautiful disaster. I no one is going to be a, there 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 is not going to be a consensus on this. People are going to be like angered, they're gonna be horrified at what they see, and then some people are gonna be like, this is exactly what I wanted this to be yeah. there is gonna be so little middle ground, I think, on this. Like
1: was here's the thing though, right? We've right. we've played through a little bit of Final Fantasy seven this week for this game club. Was it always bad? You know, are we gonna be Lay Alexander about this and say Sonic the Hedgehog was always a bad game?
0: Was it always Final bad? A- it Was always no. a bad game. No, no, no. I I don't think Final Fantasy Seven. Is it like, good? Uh, I'm gonna say no personally, but that's my yeah. own personal thing. Like like honestly, like I mean, the very little we've played of this, it's bit I mean, Midgar's a very vertical slice, I suppose, of Final Fantasy Seven. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda hard to gauge it completely from there. Like, Anthony, you're more of a fan of it than I am, so I mean, and you're saying, like, I might not like the rest of it going forward.
2: I think there's certain cities you might like, and there's certain cities you might not. Yeah. There's just a lot going on, like, the rest of the game. There's just so much yeah. to throw at you. Oh, so, and
1: hey, for anyone who's been patient enough to listen to this whole thing, I actually have a secret competition for people at home uh, where you can win a vintage in-box. Here we go. In-box. From the time. 1997. Final Fantasy VII figurine. All right, I've got I've got three here to give away, okay, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the people, the first people who tweet, okay, to us about this. All right,
2: I'm, <laughs> gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go on Twitter right now.
1: I got a, I got an heiress, I got a Tifa, and I got another Tifa. So
0: so uh, let me let me ask you, are these gonna, are these like like sort of like battle modeled figures, or are these those um like? <laughs> I've seen these figures like where they're actually like the like the world map, like polygons or whatever, like they actually made figures like that. Mm,
1: these are uh, these are not like the the world map. they're more like you know in line with the illustrations. Okay, uh, yeah, so I've got these to give away, so anyone who listens to this that isn't Jason or our other buddy, athlete, they they Twitter us. I'll text my wife
0: you're, right. You're now. <laughs> Delightful. Like it can't be
1: can't be any of the Ariola clan
0: either. So um let me ask you this. Um are you gonna be doing yep. international shipping? <laughs> yeah that's, Oh wow. That's my promise to you guys. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well you heard you heard it guys. So if uh, if you have any interest whatsoever in these figures, uh tweet either Games and Junk uh or Luke on this one. Yeah. And tweet at Luke Maxwell and yep. say, "Give me that fig." Yeah, give me that fig. That you know what? Hashtag yeah. Give me that fig. And Max's gonna give it to you. <laughs> so anyway, um, any final thoughts on Final Fantasy VII? This first section here, we should probably wrap this one up because I can't really think of much else to say on it.
1: This game are sick. Am I right, guys? No, yeah, very much.
0: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's something I've, I, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's something they definitely got to work on is the localization, all the grammar and. St- Spelling errors.
1: I can't remember. I, I thought it was cool the way in the trailer for the remake uh, there was a bit where some guy was like, "Cloud," you know, like Wedge was like, "Cloud," you know, man, the the planet's dying. Cloud was just like, "I don't care." I thought that was actually quite good that they translated that over. He's just, this this dude is like, "I don't give a fuck." Um, so yeah, I, th- I think that's yeah, oh that's God. worth keeping. Uh, uh, why not? You know?
0: Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I, I'm I'm. Curious to see how this whole thing is going to pan out, and, and you know if they actually do something, add some humor to it in that sense. I wonder if that was even meant to be humorous or if it was supposed to be serious. <laughs> I don't it care. probably was meant to be serious, and sort of just yeah. the the yeah, funny out by accident.
1: Mm. So
0: anyway, um, which I think
1: is the best way to take it, right? Funny yeah, by accident. That's yeah. the best way to experience this. And I,
0: I yeah, I think uh, I think Final Fantasy VII in general is sort of unintentionally funny. So. Yes, indeed. There's some moments where I think they try to be funny and they don't do so well, but I think the moments when they, like, accidentally kind of stumble upon humor, it's like, okay, well, those are kind of the better moments. Like I said, I I don't know how that moment with the fat guy getting twirled around by his wife was supposed to be taken, but I found it pretty amusing. (laughs) I, I, I literally got a pretty good chuckle out of that, like... For me, that might be my my favorite part of this whole game so far was just that. I was like, whoever did that was either dumb and didn't realize what they did or was a as, as close to a comedic genius as anyone at Squaresoft at the time had and was like, hey, this will be funny. Let's throw this in. So mm. That said, it's probably a pretty low bar for comedy. So, I mean, that's, you know... Take that as you will, it's the high point of a rather low bar of humor, so whatever, you, however you want to word it there. So Anyway, um, if that is everything, what do you guys think? Think about maybe three weeks and we can wrap up, or if we get to it earlier, but maybe in three weeks we can get through the end of disc one. Because, Luke, if you're going to play the Steam version, this will give you a chance to kind of catch back up. Okay. Okay. Because if you yeah if you want to play the Steam version because you'll you'll know, have to start over but you can maybe do that this week and
2: yeah you're gonna have a harder time with the game from here on out yeah yeah because there's a
0: lot of grinding and it'll take a lot, I mean like I said Anthony and I at this point I mean we could probably knock these out once a week almost with as quick as the uh, the grinding and the you know the whole God mode makes everything but yeah I mean I I think three weeks is probably a good safe distance and if we can get through it oh before, and there's a
2: you mentioned no encounters mode either.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. You can put it on no encounters too. So I mean, you can literally just plow through the first you know, Midgar probably in like two or three hours just to get out of there.
2: It's very nice.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. So let's say about three weeks. We'll, we'll kind of reconvene and get this get this done. And we'll I think up to the end of disc one is probably a good ending point there because Midgar was. I mean, we I literally just started playing it this week. I think it was. Maybe even just a few days ago I started playing it. So I mean it literally was like two or three sittings for me to get through Midgar, so I mean that won't be too bad. So um, so yeah, so we'll get through there and then we'll kind of kinda of sit down and figure out from there where to where to kind of wrap it up on as far as the next episode. Anyway, um, you can follow us on Twitter at Games and Junk. Um, the website is now gamesandjunk.net, in case you have you know not updated your bookmarks and wondering why there's a site about like sprinkling systems i don't know what the hell happened to that but whatever (laughs) thanks go daddy go fuck yourselves uh you can follow me on twitter at jason ariola you can follow luke maxwell at luke maxwell and his podcast
1: oh yeah that'll be back sometime (laughs) soon um the uh, Movie Express, movieexpress.org is the address there. You can listen to our Christmas special. And uh, very soon we'll be back. Um, we've been meaning to talk about Lethal Weapon for a really long time. Ooh. So we'll probably do a whole Lethal Weapon episode at some point. And uh, Connor's got some, some fun stuff coming up as well. So we hope to, to see you guys soon. Or you will also hope to hear us soon uh, on the Movie Express. And um, in the meantime, you know, just uh, just keep, keep on you know, keep on saying hello. I, I enjoy that. And uh yeah. There you go. So that's that.
0: That's the If you want either either or, you know, there's two Tifas and one one eris, you said?
1: Yeah, two Tifas, one Eris. One eris. Um, and it's it's at random now. You can't specify what you want. Okay. Um
0: yeah. If you want you know, if you just just people. tweet at Luke Maxwell or at games junk and give me hashtag gimme that fig i bet betting we're yeah, not going to get any takers on this, <laughs> but hey, it's worth a shot. Luke, are you just trying to clear house? Is that what you're doing?
1: Well, as uh, some of you may or may not know, none of you know this. Um, uh, we recently moved uh, back in with my mother, uh, as is the shame of, of the millennial. Um, ah, a boomerang child. <laughs> yes. And uh, so, right. yes, it is partly getting rid of things. Um, it was actually my neighbor, Nice Neil gave me these uh, figurines that he had not opened. So he was clearing his house, and now I, in turn, pass it on to you,
0: the listener. See? There you go, listeners. These are unopened, so you can have them for collector effect. I don't know. And that's the straight dope. (laughs) That's the straight dope. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. So anyway, thanks for listening to the Games Junk Game Club podcast, and we will talk at you guys in a few weeks.